Amen. Again, this morning we have a more than capable preacher, and we thank God for her life today, and we know that there surely is going to be a word from the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. So sit with your, with your ears open, with your heart open, with your spirit open to receive what thus saith the Lord. If she steps on your toes, just say, ouch. And if you receive it, just say, amen. <laughs> amen. We're going to ask that you rest upon your feet. And receive at this time our very own Minister Kim Hargwood. Come on, put your hands together and receive her. Oh, come on, we can do better than that. Come on, give God the glory. Somebody, come on, open up your mouth and give God the glory in this place. Come on, I don't deserve it. He deserves the glory. Come on and open up your mouth and tell him something nice. See, I didn't come out this morning to pump you up, but I came to tell you what thus said the Lord. And if you're on the receiving end today, put those hands together and give him praise. Do we have any dreamers out there this morning? Do we have any real dreamers out there this morning? Come on, do I have any real dreamers? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for the opportunity that he's allowed us to come before him once again with a word from God. Hallelujah. We do not take it lightly when we come into the presence of the Lord. We want to have always have a word for his people. And if you listen close today and listen to what the Spirit is saying, I know that trials come and times are coming where we have looked upon some things that God has promised us and we lost sight. Anybody other than me, any other than, anybody other than me gave up on some things, some dreams that was promised to you? But how many know that God is faithful? He's faithful to his word. Come on, if you believe he's faithful, put those hands together. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All that I need thy hands has provided for me great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness unto to me Great is thy faithfulness. Anybody can say that. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. your hands has provided for me great is thy faithfulness Lord great is thy faithfulness great is 
Just keep in mind as we go throughout this sermon, we're starting in the book of Genesis. We bless the Lord, the book of Genesis, the 37th chapter. Uh, actually, our storyline goes from the 37th chapter through the 43rd chapter. We're going to be dealing with Joseph today. Hallelujah. We understand that Joseph was a dreamer. He had a dream. Hallelujah. And no matter which obstacles came his way, Joseph still trusted the Lord and the Lord's favor rested upon his life. Hallelujah. We're going to go through the storyline, but I just want to read one verse in your hearing this morning. And it's the fifth verse of the 37th chapter of Genesis. Glory to God. The Genesis 37 and 5. And it says... And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. I would like to use for a subject today, hold fast to your dream. Look at your neighbor and tell him, hold fast to your dream. Brother Kevin, don't go too far because I'm going to need your help. I'm just going to go and brush them up to the point we are in Joseph's life. We thank the Lord for the opportunity, God. We thank you for the opportunity that we are allowed to stand up on this pulpit. God, to preach your word and to give your word as you have given it unto me. Lord, I bless you and I thank you that you would hide me behind the cross. That these, your people, would not see me, God, but they would hear your word. And not only hear your word, but believe your word and become doers of your word. Oh, God, we bless you, we glorify you, and we honor you. It is in your son, Jesus Christ, the name that we pray. Amen and thank God. As we look into the book, as I said, the book of Genesis, the 37th chapter, which the chapters goes on in reference to Joseph's life, to the 43rd chapter of the book of Genesis, we learn here that Joseph was a young man who had a dream, and he was also a great interpreter of dreams. Hallelujah. Anybody in here this morning other than me that have had dreams, and we dream some things, and God would bring us, you would get so far, and then you would lose sight of what you were your dream the promise was to you anybody other than me we learned that Joseph was from Canaan he was the son of of Jacob and we learned that Joseph was one of the younger sons of Jacob which Jacob in the long term had favored his life because he was one of his younger children. He was, a, he was a child from the family of eight boys. Anybody, wow, that's a lot of people to be around and then to have your father come choose you out of eight, I mean out of 11 other people to favor. He had favor upon his life. Listen to the story. We will talk about the story going through. He 
always had favor on his life no matter where he was and if we look at the story you must understand that the favor of god rested upon his life because he was always willing and faithful and able to receive what god has told him or what god has sent him to do that's like some of us today we have to be willing and put ourselves in positions to receive what god wants us to do because we hear the cliche of god brings us to it but he what is he going to do bring us through it somebody look at your neighbor and tell him keep dreaming hallelujah because joseph was was favored jacob one day he came and he decided he said you know he knew there was greatness in his son so he ended up making his son a coat a nice jacket because he wanted everybody to know that you know this child he favored and the, and the other boys just like some of us are around people when God's favor show up on our lives people begin to change they want they don't want to be bothered they're jealous they they talk about you they put your name down they do all kinds of things to try to distract you but how many know you gotta keep dreaming See, we got to listen to what jo Joseph was a, in his own right, he was a bad brother because he was able to overcome any obstacle each and every time the enemy came up against him. But we must stand and say, why? Because he was faithful to God. Come on, tell your neighbor he was faithful. He was faithful. I need some holler back in here this morning. Whatever's distracting you, I need some holler back in the house this morning. If you say amen, I'm going to go forth. Amen. Amen. Act like you know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to teach you if you don't. Hallelujah. So we learned that Joseph was a that Joseph was uh, 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 Jacob's son, and then the other brothers in his life became jealous of him because Joseph favored him. And as I was saying, he gave Je jo Jacob gave Joseph a, a jacket, a nice long coat to wear, and that even made the the brothers even jealous. But sometimes, how many know that when God blesses us too, we have to watch out where we are, and we have to watch our stands? Because as I was reading it, I went back over and I detected that Joseph he boasted a little bit. He couldn't help himself. He boasted. He was like, hmm, y'all think y'all good, but look what my dad gave me. Look at me. And sometimes when God blesses us in the place we are, we sometimes get the big head and get lost. But quickly he found his way back. Amen. So he was able to find his way back like we have to do sometimes. Glory to God. So we learned that when the jealousy rose up on Joseph, um, on Joseph's brothers, they plotted out to kill him. The jealous had raged and had come upon them so that they plotted to kill their own brother. Isn't that like some people, anybody other than me have been around some people, they see their blessings upon God. They might not physically kill you, but they kill you with their words. They kill you with their looks. You haven't done anything to them or said anything to them, but they just, just hate you just because you have the favor of God. Anybody other than me? What we have to learn how to do is don't focus on what's around you. Focus on the promises of God. If God said it to you, if you had a dream about it, if God spoke to you, whether he spoke to you standing here, laying in your bed and sleep, you stick to your guns and stick to what God has promised you. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you that I'm a dreamer. Come on, somebody. Thank you that I'm a dreamer. Because we want every dream that God has promised you today. We, want, we don't want to leave without touching and agreeing that it shall come to pass. I'm a true believer. There are some things in my life from a young girl that I thought about and it came to my head, but it went quickly out because I wasn't in tune as I should have been. 
So I lost sight of some things because what did I say? I wasn't in tune as to where I should have been. Sometimes we miss the mark. We miss the mark not only because we're out of place, but because we're not listening. Sometimes you got to take yourself out and sit back and just sit quietly and listen for the voice of God. But to get back on course, after they had planted, they had plotted to kill them, Jacob sent Joseph down to the field one day. They were plowing in the field. And before we get that far, the reasons why they were jealous of Joseph is because Joseph had a dream. He had two dreams back to back. And the dream, the first dream, he said to them, he says, um, I was in the field and I saw in the field that uh, my bundle of hay stood straight up and yours fell. What does that mean? They said, what are you talking about? His second dream came and he says, well, um, I had a dream that all of the stars in the sky bowed down to me. So that made the brothers think, what are you talking about? Oh, so you're saying that we're going to serve you? That we're going to bow down to you? So that's in the interim of, of what made them upset with him, made them annoyed with him because they was like, already dad is giving you this favor, but now you're going to come to us and tell us that you're going to rule us? Let's see what kind of ruler you're going to be. Let's see how you're going to make this dream happen. So they plotted to kill him. They went down and they were going to dig a pit and they were going to throw him in the pit. But he had one brother that would stand with him, his brother Reuben. And Reuben... In return, we say, oh, no, let's not do that. We're not going to do that to him because that's my brother. That's our brother. How can we kill our brother? But in the long interim of it all, Reuben also worked in the field. And then one day he got so busy, he got lost in his tracks of what they were going to do. They ended up taking him, and they told the father they were going to take him and, 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 and say that an animal killed him, take the coat off of him and drench it in blood, and they were going to take it back. I'm doing a short version. Go back and read it yourself because uh, to prolong the time, uh, I don't want to prolong the time, but they took the jacket, the, 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 the coat from him that was draped in the beautiful colors, and they said, well, we're going to put it in, we're going to slaughter a lamb, and we're going to put it all over him, and we're going to say that an, a wild animal ate him. That's why they was going to get the father to believe that, that something else killed him, but actually they were. But how many know that God always had a plan? God always had a After Reuben spoke to them, they got a little shaken up, got a little afraid. So there were, some, there, were, there were people that were going throughout the town, and they would sell all kind of goods and, and, and things. So they said, no, let's just sell them. Let's sell them. But little did they know what they were doing. They sold them to the Ishmaelites. And they sold him on their way, and, and he went along, and, and uh, he, he worked with them. And then after they sold him to the Ishmaelites, the Ishmaelites in return gave him to Potiphar, which was Pharaoh's groundkeeper, his worker. So they, in, in all this, God is still keeping in mind that he could have been anywhere. He could have died. He could have fell off the surface of the earth. But who kept him? God still kept him. Because there was a dream that he had dreamed. And he had to make good on that dream. So by any means necessary, God was going to make this thing happen. How many of you know he'll make it happen for you? How many know that he'll take people out of the way and delete people just to get to you? Come on, somebody in this house this morning. I'm talking to somebody, some dreamer this morning. God is going to move some stuff out of the way just to get to you. And if you believe it, put your hands together and tell them thank you. Thank you for moving the mountain, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the open door, God. Hallelujah. 
And even after Potiphar had got him, Potiphar's wife was, was another scheming lady. She, she told her husband, because Joseph was a nice looking man, a man, a nice man, nice, handsome man of great stature. And Potiphar's wife decided that she was going to get him again. So she goes to her husband and says, uh, before that, she asked Joseph several times to lay with her. She asked him several times, Joseph, because he loved the Lord and he was a man of great stature. He had all opportunity, but he says no. Each time she came, he says no. And what does the devil do when he's rejected? He goes out and he makes up lies. He schemed. So what did she do? She went to her husband and she said, you know what? He tried to sleep with me when he wasn't here. So in return, what happens? Potiphar takes him and throws him into jail. You would think that would be his end, but no. God has a plan for him even there. He has a plan for him even there. And we learned that in the interim of him being put in jail, Pharaoh had a baker and a cup maker which they became disobedient and wasn't doing the things that they should have been doing in the house of Pharaoh. So Pharaoh in return had them thrown into jail. And in the process, even in jail, Joseph still stood in a great position. He was put over ruler over the prisoners. He got full throttle, full reign over the prisoners, only because what? God had a plan for him just as he has for you and me. And as God placed him in this place, there was the cup maker and the baker were also put in the jail. And as Joseph was reigning one day, the cup maker, he has a dream. And he was so annoyed, he says, I, I don't know what this dream is. He dreamed a strange dream, and the dream was telling him about the three days that they, he was going to be thrown in jail. That Joseph was able to interpret the dream to him. Throughout the story, making the story short, he was able to interpret the cup maker's dream. So in the interim of this, all that went on, he still stood, he still stood, he stood in jail, and the cup maker and the baker was released from jail to go back to Pharaoh. As they were released to go back to jail, Pharaoh himself even had dreams. And he became annoyed, he became so annoyed. But Keep in mind, it was two years interval. Just like when you go and you'll be a blessing to someone, it seems like they go off and forget about you. The cup maker had left jail. He says, when you get out, make sure you tell, this is Joe, make sure you tell him something good about me. Make sure you tell the Pharaoh something good about me. Make sure you talk good about me. But when the cup maker got out, he was all for self. Check this part out. He was all for self. He went on two years and went past. Until the Pharaoh had a dream. Now, the Pharaoh, which is the ruler of this big land, now he's annoyed. So if he's annoyed, that means everything else is upside down in the place, right? When the head is annoyed, everything else is upset. So what happens? That dear old cup bearer. Oh, I know. I met someone that would be able to help you. See, people sometimes forget about you where you are until they need you until they need you hallelujah so we find in this verse that the cup maker remembered joseph because he needed him and even in the entrance of this god was able to sustain joseph so that he was able to leave the prison go out and 
serve under Pharaoh. See, we look back in the story, what his brothers meant for his bad, God turned it around for his good. Glory to God. That's just like us today. What people mean for your bad, God will always turn it around for your good. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I'm a dreamer. Don't give up on the dreams and the promises that God had made you because we found that even as Joseph served the Pharaoh, Joseph was a great man even there. He placed him over all the, the food and he was able to have full reign with the Pharaoh after he gained his, uh, his throne and his full reign there. We learned that, learned that he even had favor with God serving under the Pharaoh. What kind of God can do that for us? What kind of God can change the heart of an evil man to make him obey you? See, we go through life and we, we, we go through life's challenges and think that God has forgotten about us. God said, I will make your enemies your footstool. Those people that despitefully use you, those people that put their mouths on you, those people that talk about you, I will make them your footstool. Because I'm going somewhere with you. You have a, I have a plan for your life. And that is to bring you out unto a great and expected end. Come on, somebody, and give them glory in the house. Tell your neighbor, don't give up on your dream. Continue chasing your dream. Because there is a great and expected end for you. Hallelujah. As we look back in the story, we find that Joseph had a dream. He had a dream that he would be rain, have reigned over his brothers. He had a dream that the stars would bow down to him. And, and, and guess what? Through all of that, we learn at the end of the story, all that God had promised him came to pass. See, some of us are going and we dream and we see things in our dreams and we say, oh, that's not for me. That's not for me. God didn't promise that for me. I cannot see that. I had a situation where we... I, I, I work with uh, kindergarten kids and we would have circle time and we would ask the kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And God had to bring that back to me, my memory. Some of the little girls would say, I want to be a princess. And we would say, no, 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 no. Something for real, something for real. A, a police officer, a nurse, no, for real. And one little girl stood her ground. She says, I want to be a princess. And God brought that thing back to my memory. Who says that she, if that's her dream, who says that she can't? Who says that she can't go over to where the Duchess is and meet the Duchess grandson and end up being with somebody's princess? Come on. Come on now, somebody. Nothing is too hard for God. God specializes in those hard places. God specializes in places that man cannot reach. God puts you in the sight of people that wouldn't even think twice about you. He says, I will cause you to walk among kings and queens. Come on, lift up your stature because God has a promise for you. And I believe today he's going to make good on it. He specializes in the impossible. Look at your neighbor and say, he's going to do it for me. He's going to do it for me. Say it like you mean it. He's going to do it for me. I need some believers in the house this morning. He's going to do it for me. And then we look at uh, uh, Joseph's story and we find that his first strike was his family. That was so odd to me. I am a mother and I have six girls and, and one, I mean, yeah, 
five girls, woo, Jesus, and one boy in the house. And I often tell my children, I said, you know what? I said, you always big up your sister and your brother, whether it sounds crazy or not. You make sure that you're telling them they can do it. And you're holding their hands and they don't have a ride or their car is broke. You make sure that you get them to where they need to be. Because if you don't have your family behind you, backing you, what do you have? We have God, but I'm just saying in the natural. You've got to have a cheering squad. Somebody that say, you can do it, sister. You can do it, brother. But his strike was his brothers was trying to demise him. They didn't want to see him go forth. But even though they didn't want to see him go forth, God said, he shall arise. He shall go forth because that's my promise for his life. Hallelujah. I was discussing with my husband on Thursday night as we were coming from a memorial service and, uh, 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 and we were talking about how people sometimes put you in a box. They look at your life and say, he or she don't deserve that. He or she, that's not good enough for them. Oh, they used to do this, so I don't know how they got that. It's not your business how they got it because they were dreamers. And if God put them in that position to receive it, you can bet your bottom dollar they're going to get it with your liking, with your help, or without your help. <clears throat> with or without it. God said, it's saying in this hour by any means necessary. I do not want you to lose sight. Lose sight in self. Lose sight in the flesh. Lose sight around people. Because sometimes people can be your worst enemy. And we live amongst a lot of sayers. Everybody got something to say. Everybody got a word. Everybody's God told them to tell you. God said to tell them this. And that one told you to tell them. God told Back up. In this season, we're going to have to start sifting, saints. Sifting. If they're not bringing anything to your table, anything good, anything pure, anything natural, anything healthy, delete them. Take this finger and stick it up in the air. This is your delete finger in this season after we leave here today. After we leave here today. It is not hard. You cannot worry about in this season. You got to worry about self. People's, you do worry about uh, uh, people's feelings because God said with love and kindness have I drawn them but it don't hurt you to be uh, a hello and a goodbye stand in the light of God no matter what you do because sometimes where you're going most of the people that are tugging at your tail are not going where you're going because they all are just like God knows what's best for you the enemy sees where God is trying to take you you have to make sure that you are in the light of God and walking in the will of God. And as we, I was telling my husband, I said, people sometimes don't want you to change because of their own separate, separate reasons. If you used to be this, they still say you that. No matter, you can get up here and preach to your nose, bleed, wallow on the floor, lay hands on the sick, raise the dead. If they want to call you that, they're going to call you that. But how do you know that our God is greater? Because if anything that he called you to, he's going to make sure you do it. Hallelujah. Don't let people put you in a box the way you used to be and make you feel like you're not worthy to receive the promises of God because the promises of God for your life is yay and amen. Somebody help me in this house. Take your finger and delete the sayers. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
We thank the Lord today for his goodness and his mercy. We thank the Lord for his love and his kindness. In this season, we can't let the enemy uh, distract us and cause us to sell out. If God said you're going to work on Wall Street, I don't care how many job interviews you go to and the man that sits behind the desk tells you, no, you stand your ground. God said I'm going to walk on Wall Street. God said I'm going to own my new home in this season. God said I'm going to do all things. Anything you want to do, there's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing impossible. There's nothing impossible. I can't stress that much that, that, that God specializes in the places and things that you think that you would never, ever touch. Yeah, we, some of us uh, go out and get our lotto tickets because the people said there's a dog in the dream. But is it God's dream? It sure would be nice. There's a dollar in a dream. But how many of us really can sit back and say that if we went to sleep at night and dream, we hit the lotto? All right. Keep dreaming. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Be honest. Let's be transparent in the house. Come on, tell your neighbor. Look at them neighbors and tell them, keep dreaming. Because I tell you, God makes the impossible possible. Glory to God. We thank God for his blessings in the house today because I look to you today, Christians and, and saints and brothers and friends, and I look to you and I sometimes come in and I know that the word of God, the prophecy has gone forth and God has spoken some things in people's lives, but, and, and, and it does not seem to, to, to happen. Where God has me in his, his in this time, I look, I look, I watch, I look, I watch. And my girlfriend, Leslie, often tell me, she goes, what kind of face was that you making in church? It may seem like a face to you, but I'm naturally, I'm in the spirit. I'm not, not watching what's going on. And sometimes I can make some crazy faces, she say. I don't even realize I'm doing it, but I see the plans that God has for some of your lives in this place. I see some places that you're going in this, in this house. And I would stand before you to tell you today that there's no limit to what God can do. There's no limit to the places that he could take you. There's no limit to what he can do. If you put God in a box, that's where you're going to stay. We have to come outside that box. If you think you, you, you're dreaming for a, a, a Bentley and, and, and your mindset is sitting on a Pinto, guess what? You're getting a Pinto. We have to learn how to take God outside of the box. Your dreams can only take you as far as you allow them to go. Amen. If you're dreaming mediocre, you're going to receive mediocre. You got to want more for your life than just a stump. Because God is better than just making it. God is better than just getting over. Now God is better than just being there. God is greater than just asking the small things in life. God is better than you just sitting and being mediocre, asking him for the small things in life. See, Joseph had a dream, and his dream was that God was going to make him ruler over many. Some of us are sitting on our dreams today, and we're looking back and forth and back and forth and wondering how we're going to get there. But we don't have to worry anymore because we serve a God that is greater than great. We serve a God that is bigger than big. 
the mighty. We serve a God that can do all things. And if we put ourselves in the hands of God, he's able to see just about us. Come on, somebody help me say he's able. If you believe he's able, stand up on your feet and tell him, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for every dream I dreamed. I believe you in the season, God, that you're turning around for my good. I believe in the season, God, that you're making the impossible possible. I thank you in the season, Jesus, that you're making my nothing into something. God, I give you glory. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord in this place today. We bless the Lord in this place today. I need all the dream chasers to put their hands together and give God the praise. He's able. He'll do it. No matter what it looks like. No matter what it seems like. Look at your neighbor and tell him, he's able. He's able. Just for me, every tear I cry, just for me, every sleepless night, just for me, he's able. Come on and put those hands together. I need some real believers in the house. I need some real believers in the house. My God, his word shall that he will supply of your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. So if God is connected, who can take it from you? If God be for you, who shall stand against you? So I stand before you today and I tell you in authority, he's going to make every night that was sleepless. He's going to make good on it. He said joy will come in the morning. Joy will come in the morning. After the rain, the sun will shine. No more cloudy days. No more rainy days. He's going to do it just for me. Just for me. Come on, help me just for me. Just for me. Just for me. My, my God. Just for me. Come on, dream chasers. Put your hands together. Come on, dream chasers. Put your hands together. All of the dream chasers. Whatever's been laying down that. Whatever's been laying down that in your life. God said, I'm going to make good on it. Hallelujah. 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 Just like Joseph, we have to be willing. We have to be willing to be in our proper places. I'm not just going to tell you God is going to come from the sky and drop it, but you have to be obedient and in your proper place. No good thing would he withhold from you. If you would just trust him and walk up right before him. Glory to God, Sister Deja. Hallelujah. Brother Stephen was talking and he was speaking into my life, but I saw God doing it for you. Everything he spoke for me, he said, I'll do it for you. Glory to God. He said that every sleepless night, every tear that fell, every heartache, 
God says, I'm turning around in this season, and I'm turning around for you, and I'm going to turn around quick for you. He said, there shall be no more lack in your life. He said, there shall be no more hurt and pain. Even through relationships, no man, no woman can distract your mind from the promises of God. He says, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Jesus. 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 Come on, Do it, Jesus. Come on, help me pray. Do it, Jesus. Remove the pain, Lord God. Remove the sleepless nights, Lord God. You guard the hand of the enemy, God. The charges stop. Your good work for a life, Lord Jesus. I believe in every promise, Lord God. There shall be happiness, Lord God. There shall take over, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, the man said you couldn't do it. The man said you couldn't do it. God said, I will take care of you. I will get to you. I will sustain you. FDCC, the Lord lives in this place. The blessings of the Lord is upon this place. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. We thank the Lord. And we glorify him. Hallelujah. 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 Lift those hands before the Lord. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus, for what our eyes have seen and our ears have heard. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for every dream. We thank you for making successful our way. We thank you for every promise. We thank you for moving people out of our way, God, just to get to us, oh God. We thank you for every man that shall give unto our bosom. We thank you for every door that we walk in shall be open, God, and it shall be open because of you, oh God. We thank you for your will for our lives, oh God. We thank you, God, for that success shall overtake us, oh God. We thank you that your promises shall live in us, oh God. You shall reign, oh God, over every situation in every area of our lives, oh God. Help us to stand in faith and not to waver, not to back down to the enemy. Help us to be like Joseph, oh God, to stand firm on the promises of God. No matter what the enemy throws at us, help us, God, to stand firm. Help us to be steadfast, unremovable, always abounding in you, oh God, always trusting in you, oh God. We thank you today for these your people that came forth, oh God. So we come collectively and touching and agreeing, oh God, believing that we shall see miracles in these young people, God, that we shall see miracles in these lives of your people, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Now, as we leave this place, God, but never from your presence, keep us in your word, keep us abounding in you. God, we thank you for being the, the driver of every car. We thank you for sending your angels around about and camping them around about the car, God. That no incident or accident shall take place, oh God. That all of us shall...
return to our homes, oh God, finding them better than what we left, oh God. Finding a miracle, oh God. Because you have reigned in this house, oh God, and we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Come on, we thank you, 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 we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and bless God.